What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another Wednesday episode of the Action Academy podcast, the short episodes where we cut the fat, we cut the fluff, and get right to the good stuff, baby. Today's episode is a short clip from a full-length episode I did with my good buddy Aaron Amuchastegui that lives down the street from me here in Austin, Texas. Aaron is the proud owner of over 850 single-family homes that he mostly acquired through a very specific niche real estate strategy called buying at auction. So Aaron's the dude that will go to the courthouse steps and buy houses that are being foreclosed on and buy them at a discount with checks. It's a whole process that's really insane to watch from a distance. <laughs> I haven't seen it up close. He also co-authored the book Bidding to Buy through Bigger Pockets Publishing with another friend of mine, David Osborne, who also lives down the street here in Austin, Texas. So today we go over the strategy and his thoughts on it. In about seven minutes, we get right to the good stuff, no fluff. And along with being one of my good friends, Aaron is also one of our featured keynote speakers coming to our Action Academy annual mastermind in Costa Rica this September. We have about 50 Action Academy members flying out. It's going to be an amazing couple of days. We've got two mansions on the beach. We've got surf classes. We're going to hike a volcano. We're going to talk about real estate and business acquisition. So guys, if that is interesting to you and you want a part of the action and a part of the fun, go click the link in the show description to apply for membership. Now, Aaron Amuchastegui. Welcome to the Action Academy Podcast. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. The show where we help you achieve financial independence with the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who've already earned their freedom. The flags of freedom fly. Choose to do what you want. What you want. With who you want. With who you want. When you want. When you want. With another episode today. Now, here's your host, Brian Lubin. Talk a little bit about your story about buying at auction at the courthouse steps and then go into the finances here a little bit. Yeah. So when I started doing that, I didn't have any money. I had to find investors to do it. So what happens if someone doesn't, if someone buys a house, most of them get a loan to do it. Mm -hmm. And then if they stop making their payment, it goes into this kind of system where they get a notice that says, hey, you haven't made your payment. And the way the law works in a lot of non-judicial states, so that's California, Texas, Arizona, Colorado, there's a bunch of them where it says, if you don't make your payment, we're going to take it to a public auction. We're going to start at like the note amount. So if you owe $300,000 on your house, it goes for 300000 If nobody buys it, then the bank gets the house back and it becomes a bank-owned REO. But also, like the little-known secret, and really in the 80s and 90s, nobody bid on those auctions. They all went back to the bank for REOs, like a little-known secret that they actually took them to market. In 2005, 2006, no one was getting foreclosed on because the market was huge. In 2007, foreclosures started to happen like crazy, like 2007, 2008, 2009. But nobody knew how the system actually worked. All these guys that have been doing foreclosures for the last 10 years, there was only a few people in the business that were doing it that realized you could buy at that point. The very first auction I went to, there was three other guys there and 50 houses sold that day. Mm -hmm. So between the three guys, we could choose which houses we wanted, how many we wanted to get on. Like you bid against each other on the good ones, but people would run out of money and get to go through that process. Sometimes when you're buying a foreclosure, it's a really nice house. You knock on the door, the people were living in it. They were keeping it nice and clean. And you say, I, I buy the house and they go, okay, I'll move out. Sorry, I didn't know when this was going to happen. Some people are going to be mad and they're going to yell at you and they're going to pour concrete down their toilets and they're going to break stuff. And sometimes they're going to be vacant and super nice and sometimes they're going to be vacant and trashed. So in order to buy a house like this at foreclosure, you're trying to make a whole bunch of guesses to see 
how much can I sell it for? What will it cost me to fix it up? Mm-hmm. And so how much profit do I want? So how much can I bid? I've got a book I wrote called Bidding to Buy. It got published by Bigger Pockets. Again, another cheap book. It's like 10 bucks. I get paid like 50 cents every time you buy one. So it's not a pitch for that. It is a quick three-hour read though, where you can learn all sorts of ways to analyze like how to buy foreclosures, how to go through the business. There's less foreclosures right now, but it's the same concepts out there for if you're trying to get make money in real estate, make quick money in real estate, you're trying to buy a house for less than it's worth and fix it and sell it or fix it and rent it. And so now a lot of what we're doing, so at that time I had no money. I went to other people and I started like saying, what would auction be like? I did test runs. I could have bought this house for this. I could have fixed it for this. This is what it sold for. And then I went to investors and said, my my first investor was my dad. And I said, hey, I won't charge you any money. Let me see if this works. And he made money on the first house. He made money on the second house. Then I started saying, hey, can I get 25% of the profit now? Eventually I start with people, I started getting 50% of the profit. And then eventually I started having lenders do it. With converting it to rentals, and the only reason I'm trying to jump through that really quick, Brian, is I know we've been talking for a while already, and so there's some other resource out there, but Courthouse Step Step is, it's awesome, awesome stuff, and the more, but it really, it sounds complicated, but it's all about systems. It's scary because you're like, I need to drive by the house, I need to check title, I need to see what it's worth, I need to do all these steps, but if you just follow the the steps of the checklist, it's a very easy, it's a very simple process. It's not easy. You have to do all the steps, but it's very simple. And if you follow this, if you follow the simple steps and you're willing to work hard, you can make a lot of money in it. The other idea of if you're buying a house for $80,000, that's worth $100,000, then those become really good rentals because then what can happen in theory is you buy it, you put a renter in it. And six months later, when you go get a loan, it's going to, even if you get no appreciation today, we're getting crazy appreciation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get no appreciation in six months after you've had a renter in it for a while, you will get a loan, you get an $80,000 loan on it. That means you pull back your money or you pay your investor back their money. And now you own the house and you make a hundred bucks a month forever. On And that's all I started doing in 2015. I tried to do that with as many as I could that with hundreds and hundreds of houses, we're like 800 houses or something now. And the, and it, it'll end up paying off in the long run. So the, I love real estate for that reason. Real estate over the past couple of years has gotten even crazier. My favorite like hack for somebody right now, if they're thinking about getting into foreclosures and buying direct from owners, you can door knock vacant houses. You can see who stopped mowing their lawn. You can go to the city and see who hasn't paying, who isn't paying their water bill and see these lien notices. Those are people that haven't stopped making their mortgages yet, but they're in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. So you can use those techniques to buy from them. My favorite thing right now is actually buying new construction because you can buy new construction for, while it's under construction. You can go, I had a, a bunch of them this last year, but it's a very simple example, $170,000 townhome for sale. We go, we get under contract on it. We give them a $3,000 deposit on this condo. It takes seven months to finish. Every month they're like, hey, we're getting delays from breakers and things like that. We close on it in September for $170. And that's, so I get a hard money loan on it. 100% financing, 12% interest, $179,000 house. The same day I tell the realtor that was the listing agent on it to go ahead and relist it. And she relists it for two nineteen. dollars Right. So the, so because it's because we've had this crazy year. So if at the day I closed on it, if it had lost value or it sucked or I couldn't get a loan, I would have been out that two or $3,000 deposit. But the day I bought it, she goes and lists it for 219. I don't remember if I got 210 or 215 or something like that. But then I was able to sell that one. I owned it for 30 days with that very like, 
I know it sounds get rich quick. Real estate right now is very opportunistic. It does feel like we've got another year of this crazy appreciation. I don't think people should go buy cash today, hoping for appreciation later. But there's a lot of these ways to almost buy options on real estate where you can put down deposits with long escrows and see if you actually get some appreciation in three to six months before you actually close on it. Because it's even easier if you're going to close on it for 179 tomorrow and now it's appraising at 215, 220. You don't even, it'll be way easier to get a lender or a friend to say, Hey, can you loan me the money? Look, it appraised for 219. I just need to close it for 179. We'll sell it tomorrow and I'll pay you 5,000 bucks interest or something like that. So I love real estate as a way to do some really boring stuff like nice singles. The last, the last five years, I've been hitting singles, no high risk stuff. Buying a house, it's going to cash flow. It's a rental. Buying a house, it's going to, you know, writing offers on this new construction. But by the time I close, because it takes six to nine months, we're seeing this huge appreciation when we're buying it. We already have the built-in equity. Hey, real quick. If you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it. So I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want. And I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance. Talk tomorrow.